0: Hello, everyone. It's your friend, Tristan Miller. I'm just here to inform you that I'm recording my first stand-up comedy album and special on May the 4th in New York City at Caveat at 4pm. You can go to the link in my bio on my social media platforms, or you can go to Caveat.com, go to May the 4th, and buy tickets there highly recommend that you get them early as they are cheaper that way also after the show i'm gonna go phantom menace is playing in theaters so i'm gonna take a big group to go to the nearest amc or whatever cineplex and go see my favorite star wars movie i'll say it i'll say it with my full chest my favorite star wars movie in theaters again so hope to see you at both things If you have to pick one, just pick my my show, please. Um, I do, uh, uh, I would like to sell out the house if possible. Anyway, um, love you. I hope to see you soon. Okay, bye-bye. Coming soon to theaters, podcasts, film reviews, and so much more. Available at tristanmiller.substack.com. And now, our feature presentation hello everybody and welcome to focus testing a podcast about movies where we make a movie my name is tristan miller and joining me today is caitlin reese how are you
1: i'm good how are you
0: i'm doing all right um you know it's no longer flooding which is great Um,
1: it was hairy last night going out yeah um
0: bit grim coming back home from work um to start off, I want to say thank you for doing the podcast. And then also, do you remember the first movie you saw in the cinema?
1: I I know that I saw stuff when I was like really little, but the mm-hmm. first thing I actually. My earliest memories, they're pretty late in life. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, I just remember in high school seeing like awful movies like mr bean (laughs) like mr bean's holiday (laughs) because i feel like we were just so desperate to just like it's not be home and be out and i lived in the suburbs that like we would see things that i don't even think we know i don't think any of my friends and i were liking (laughs) we were just like oh we're just not home (laughs) and then you would do that (laughs) you would do that thing where like you would hop into other theaters afterwards and then you'd sneak like read would buy a ticket to the PG13 film, but like you sneak it to the R. hmm But I remember like that's for some reason the Mr. Bean movie was like the first thing that popped into my head. And that, and that I was like 16 in the movie theater seeing that with friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well I I know my parents took me to stuff when I like at younger ages, I just don't I just don't remember any of it.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean that's fair enough. Um again it's like the I'm I'm just asking about the first time you remember something so that's a great answer. I do as well love like the idea often movies are described as escapism but this is like l- the most literal version of that of like I would like <laughs> to leave a place and escape to anywhere else.
1: There's just you know a typical like there's just nothing to do and I I was lame and i was straight edge my whole life so like i didn't drink Mm -hmm. or do drugs so i was like my my way of like being bad was just like hanging out in (laughs) places that weren't home
0: (laughs) you know what relatable relatable a
1: really low bar (laughs) (laughs) um
0: when you go to the cinema what's your favorite snack
1: Now I've been like yuppified because I live in New York City and I will go to like night if I'm gonna go, I'd like it to be a nice theater. And so it's usually a nighthawk or the Alamo. Mm-hmm. And so I like to order like a legit meal. Like they're really not snacks. It's like, you know, I'll have like a, a quinoa bowl. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's also so- the kind of I'm also the kind of person that like I pick things that no one else would be excited about like a quinoa wobble at a movie theater like but that is my personality. I am <laughs> the wobble. <bowl>, so <clears throat> I'll get like a cocktail too though. Like I always mm-hmm. love getting like and I love when they do like a themed night where it'll be like we're going to watch I don't know. I Even mean, know what? Like the Barbie movie and then like everything's pink, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: nice. That's lovely. I I always get scared whenever I try to order a meal at a movie theater that I'm gonna like just get it all over me and like because it's dark and I know I'm clumsy but you know good for you for having more confidence than I do vis-a-vis food I guess
1: there's like there's like a whole ass table for you there
0: (laughs) it's true but I am oh I'm just so blind you know (laughs) (laughs) (sighs)
1: um
0: that's lovely. Uh, are you ready for some some film trivia?
1: You're gonna you're gonna be really sorely disappointed in me in this. And what's extra sad is my dad owned a video store when I was a child, and this is like I'm old. I'm not gonna say how old, but uh, I I remember working like as like an eight or nine year old in my dad's uh, video store. Like I would dust the VHS tapes, like. I would rewind like the videos that people brought back. I would like, I loved it when someone was like, my kids are around your age, what would you recommend? But like, I weirdly, I like remember visuals of what movies looked like in the store, but I didn't watch, <laughs> Didn't I didn't watch them. And my only really funny story about this is that I used to always take home the VHS tape Airborne, which is a really bad rom-com with Seth. Seth Green it's a rollerblading rom-com okay and I could have been like really like watching this like beautiful array of film but I just watched this one movie obsessively and my dad was like one day someone's gonna come in and want airborne and I'm not gonna have it because you always have it at the house and he's like and I'm gonna kick your ass (laughs) and sure enough (laughs) It happened eventually. Someone came in for Airborne and it was not available because I always had it at home.
0: It's very funny. (laughs) A film I have never heard of, but now must watch. It's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, Seth. You hear that? Get out of here. A rollerblading rom-com. Sounds quite charming, though.
1: Yeah. I mean, like rollerblading was very cool at the time. I would
0: say doing a double feature of that and whip it might be fun.
1: Oh, yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. Um, but don't worry. These are quote unquote movie trivias. So they're really just questions to get to know you. So there's no oh. pressure. Yeah. Starting off is what is movie? To you, what does movie mean to
1: you? Um I feel like I had a broader definition of it. But now that I've lived in New York City, I've met people that are like, I'm a filmmaker. And then I've watched like a three minute thing that like I could have made in my driveway when I was a kid. And so I'm like, OK, I guess I guess films are anything that are that are just like technically on film.
0: Damn.
1: <laughs> it's true. Like people I like there's been people I've met that I love dearly. And I'm just like, you entered a. You got, you submitted this to a festival. This is just people talking, like on your phone. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like the reviews will be like this. Really showed the like how Americans really are in the suburbs, and I'm like, what? Um, <laughs> it's I, just I footage mean, of people being, sneaking
0: into Mister Bean.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just the cell phones uh, weren't even like mobile, mobile yet when I was Mm -hmm. doing that. Um, Oh my God. I'm being such a hater right now. Well, I used, I used to think that it was like uh, something with like a story. (laughs) That was (laughs) was usually like a half hour plus. I mean, it's not that I disrespect shorts, but I've just seen versions of shorts now where I'm like, man, we're really stretching what is considered film. (laughs) Or sure.
0: <laughs> that absolutely makes sense because at what point is a short just a long tiktok you know yeah. you know they're they're letting you upload 10 minutes to tiktok now and is that not a short film
1: it's longer than some things i've seen
0: yeah for sure yeah. um i would say besides airborne what is <laughs> a film that you would like people to remember But they don't. Besides, of course, airport.
1: (laughs) Oh um Mm man like a bunch of different things are going through my head and I'm like what why would I say that it's my ADD <laughs> brain is like oh just because you thought a lot of it doesn't mean that's the answer which is like what's happening internally right now because first I'm like sure. big trouble in little China and I'm like it's probably racist I don't know don't say that. oh
0: it's actually it, it's aged pretty well having seen it for the first time in okay. a while I'm sorry first time ever like a year ago it's actually pretty good and that's a really fun movie
1: yeah I remember that was like a family favorite mm-hmm. in our household growing up. Um, it was quoted a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, But it I feels did, like I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, something that I'm like going to like, oh, something people should remember that they might not. And then I'm like, OK, like what was like a really meaningful movie to me? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you- I'm not getting stumped. It's okay.
0: Um, I would say as well with Big Trouble in Little China, the like the only element that seems unsavory is like, oh, all Asian people have mystical powers. Like that was like the the thing going on in the zeitgeist. Um, but James Hong's there and love him crushing it as Lopan.
1: Actually, this is like um a more recent film, mm-hmm. but it's probably the thing that really made a huge difference in my life personally which is Mm -hmm. seeing the movie Promising young woman oh sure um yeah
0: i would i would love to hear as to why your experience with that because that's a pretty controversial film to have a positive feeling about
1: i'm like like, is this something i want to share on the podcast (laughs) but it first for things i can't say i was able to have some of my own revenge stories against people who have assaulted me
0: after Mm -hmm. watching
1: and um yeah I think it like emboldened me to just be like um yeah just kind of like kind of talk back and and it also really I mean I used to run a rape crisis center as a social worker so it's not Mm -hmm. it's not like I haven't like worked around sexual assault or whatever but there was something um yeah I was just i was new to to seeing something that or it was like i i came away from it despite the ending that there was still like power taken back um mm-hmm. uh, and i don't think i've ever thought of it in those terms um and also i didn't really think about it started making me like have really interesting conversations with my guy friends at the time to be like oh one of you like personal Personally, I'm like, I want to know. Like, have you ever seen something where you were uncomfortable with? Like, have you ever been like privy to a, something that was probably like shady at a party or whatever? And it, it led to like the the dissolution of like some friendships.
0: <laughs> but in a way, Oof. that in
1: a way it was like, this is good. Like, we're calling the herd, you know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: and you know not for nothing you know we both work in comedy though that's a pretty wide herd to try and narrow down yeah but and you, that... see,
1: all the, and you see it all the time in comedy with like you know, mm-hmm. somebody going through the grapevine about like a guy who did something unsavory mm-hmm. and then you know you see it's so telling the res- the responses people have um especially if there's a position of power or someone thinks they can get something from whoever that figure is yeah yeah
0: for sure. I mean, I'll say this about, number one, I I saw the movie. I've only seen it once. I liked the movie. A lot of people f- feel various ways about it. It's fine. Um, like the movie, don't. But what I will say is I'm glad that's the experience you had because I think that's the point of the movie. So, yeah. great. I'm, I'm really happy to hear that. Um, a new question, which is, what book should never be turned into a film?
1: I don't know. Has Chappelle written a
0: memoir? Um. Uh, I can't (laughs) imagine him doing that, but that would be very funny. (laughs) I can't even begin (laughs) to wade into that,
1: but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Desperately um, frustrating. I know. Yeah, that's uh... a... Maybe any of the Chicken Soup for the Soul books? Is that, is that a lighter topic? <laughs> I think I might
0: have bad news for you, Caitlin. And it's that Can they... It? <laughs> yes. I believe uh, they have, like, uh... lifetime movies based off of the franchise. Um, but those are two very good answers. Is um, Dave Chappelle's memoir, which is yet to come out, <laughs> and Chicken Soup for the Soul. That's great. <laughs> Um
1: I just remember for Chicken Soup for the Soul, it was like basic bitch culture at a, when I before basic bitch was a term, I remember it being like being passed around, particularly between girls, just being like, Oh my god, you have to read this, especially before you go off to college. It'll like change your world view. Um, and then I remember reading it and just thinking, like, this is so ham and bad. <laughs>
0: really just been, like, a hater from the beginning. Oh, no. Uh, That's very funny. Yeah, I don't remember much of those at all, because I don't think I was the target demo, specifically the ones you just laid out. Um, Do you remember what your first character crush in a movie was?
1: Jessica Rabbit. (laughs) Hell yeah, dog. (laughs) It's it's great. It's weird, because... It was the movie my mom would put on for me as a child when I was sick with a fever, which is a terrible movie to watch with a fever. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I have so many memories of like sipping ginger (laughs) ale and watching that movie and being like, "I'm sort of horny," and also my mind completely warped. Um, but also like I, from like a very young age, like, like had a boob fetish. Like I remember I found, um like drawings I did of like people when I was a kid. And every time I would draw a woman, even a stick figures, I would give them like voluptuous. (laughs) (laughs) I was so young Tristan to be doing this. Like It's so silly that I was like, something really like cracked in my brain with Jessica Rabbit. And I was like, yes, big boobs,
0: you know, and you're not wrong for it,
1: (laughs) you know, (laughs) um,
0: I'll say this, I feel like th- that is such a precarious mental state to watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit in. <laughs> it's like, I i can't imagine, like, I can't imagine, because it often happens, but, like, being feverish and horny and a kid, ugh, that's so complicated. I don't,
1: yeah. wow.
0: But that's a very good answer. Um. All right. Let me know if this crosses a line, but which actor? Do
1: you, do you ask that these questions of everyone?
0: Um, I have a list of ans- uh, questions, and I pick random ones.
1: So has anyone else answered Jessica Rabbit before?
0: Not yet. Okay. So good for you, an original. I would, I
1: would think that would be a popular pick. You'd think.
0: Um, I mean, I think most people... I mean, I was talking to Orly Matlow for this, and she was like Moses from Prince of Egypt. So it really just depends on, like, I think your, like, point, you know, your your reference point. But it also depends on whether or not you mean, like, because, like, I remember watching Kiki's Delivery Service as a kid. And I wasn't like, I want to fuck Kiki from Kiki's Delivery Service. But I was like, I want to be around her. I wish she was real. I want to hang out with her. I want to hold her hand. So it's um so a lot of people go with that, or it just depends on what you your perspective is. But no one's picked Jessica Rabbit and no one's been feverish and horny for her. Uh and that's great. You know?
1: An icon, an original.
0: (laughs) Um I think uh I got one more, and this one I do ask of everybody. And that's why, why is Austin Powers? Just so sexy. What about him,
1: Tristan? Why would you do this? <laughs> <laughs> what what DSM code is this, Tristan? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's fair uh you could i mean would you prefer me ask why is dr evil so sexy would you prefer <laughs> me to ask why is scott so sexy again seth green making an appearance in this conversation
1: as the person who is who identifies I identify as demisexual and and something i've always i will say that i appreciate about michael myers is mm-hmm. <laughs> like i've always heard those like This is silly, but I've always heard those things that, like, he's such a gentleman. Like, even when he had, like, these, like, very sexy scenes, I guess, like, he was just so, like, blushing and, like, shy about it and, like, totally trying to be super respectful about it in a way that, and also I remember people talk, and I'm not a person who really follows, like, celebrity news, but I remember, like, hearing, I remember hearing several times that like he was a celebrity who just like married a normal looking person. And everyone was like, isn't he great? Isn't he lovely? He didn't even get a hottie. He just got a average person. And I've never even taken the time to look up whoever his wife is. I just remember thinking like, salt of the earth. Way to go, Michael Myers. <laughs> Mike
0: Myers, White. I'm going to look her up. Is married to Hilly Tisdale um he's had two wives
1: hmm oh the plot thickens michael myers (laughs) i like i also love you calling him michael myers
0: (laughs) very funny very good um but he's both he's had pretty good runs to be honest um from 1993 to 2006 robin ruzin his first wife, and then Kelly Tisdale is he's been married to since 2010. So, okay. you know, sometimes things just don't work out. But I love that answer that I'm gleaning from it is like the appeal of Austin Powers' sensuality is the the kindness you sense from Mike Myers as an actor behind it and the sensitivity yeah. he has.
1: A different actor would have that would have come off very differently. I agree. I 100%
0: agree. That's great. Um are you ready for the game? The main I- game. Let's get a random word from randomwordgenerator.com. Okay, urge is the word we have. God. Yeah, I know. Um <laughs> I have a couple places my mind goes immediately, uh but I want to hear you out first because I don't want to steamroll the guest.
1: Doing word association.
0: Well, we're doing um, what comes to your mind when you think of urge. That think you think of uh, for a a plot of a film. Like we're just trying to throw out ideas to get it out there.
1: A urinary tract infection. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The need, the need to pee. Um.
1: It's like the movies. It's like the movie Speed, but it's like your bladder. I don't know. Uh,
0: (laughs) so in this scenario now i'm willing to absolutely hear you out here but i just need need to clarify a couple of things and that's um when you say it's like speed is it like this person can't stop peeing or they have to hold it in
1: they have to hold it in
0: okay they have to hold it in (laughs) <laughs> okay what happens if they don't we're <laughs> establishing the stakes here I'm all in on sp <laughs> <laughs> I
1: hate that you you did that uh... <laughs> <laughs> listen <laughs> There's a there's like a a father figure in you right now that is coming out that needs to say
0: be Okay, is it the shirt? Maybe it's that's why.
1: That's just dad, that's just dad humor. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: I'm gonna have to get a grill out, start making some brats. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, maybe like he's in a job interview, and like that's that's like <laughs> he can't he can't be, but he has this urge.
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. I think uh, what would make sense as well is that he's in a job interview to work at like an Amazon esque company. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, how long can you work without peeing? That's part of the the interview. Yes, I like that. And they're making him hold it. Um. But the you know, obviously, he needs the job, I would assume because he's like, he's gonna lose his house or something like mm-hmm. drastic. Like that. Um, I like that a lot. Um, I feel like it should be kind of an aw shucks kind of character. So he doesn't want to bring up the fact that he has to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So he's like interacting with all of these people, just like sweating bullets.
1: Totally. Have you had a UTI, Tristan? Not yet. And I have. It is like... The, like the nor- like let's say you've been holding it for way too long. It's so intensified from even that feeling, and then it really hurts when you actually do pee. <laughs> um, so there's like no, there's like no winning in the in like the game of a UTI. It's like there's no relief from actually doing it. It's like oh, then I get to just pee knives once I actually do it. So let's say he does start to trickle. Then like he's also, it's also going to be like I want to cry. It hurts so much. <laughs> god it's insanely painful for how common and like silly of a thing it is (laughs) sure
0: oh god that just sounds awful um
1: and then this just ends up being like a a pbs short for like this is why you do cranberry supplements in your life
0: yeah absolutely i was gonna say (laughs) wouldn't it i feel like if he didn't if this character didn't know that they had a UTI and then they start to pee and it's too painful, they're like, I'm not doing this. And then they're just, like keep like, that's the game of the movie. (laughs) It's them going like, just letting out a little, just enough that they don't like burst their bladder, but not enough. Oh, that's just, just terrible. Um, Could it be that it's... (laughs) Not just him, that everyone who's interviewing for this company also has a UTI, and the person that's interviewing is like an evil person that gets some sort of jolly off of hearing people, as you say, pee knives
1: Yeah, I mean... I'm, I'm trying to, all of a sudden I started to get logical about this. I'm like, why am I being logical about this? This is all nonsense, poopy pants. Um, <laughs> For the
0: record, I want to, I want the record to show that my in, instinct with Urge was about the founding of the, the potato chip company. So in an alternate universe.
1: <laughs> what? Wait, so how did you go to that from Urge? Well, Urge what?
0: is a brand of potato chips, ain't it?
1: I don't think I know this
0: yeah um it's got a little gal on the uh, as the mascot oops i'm i think i might be thinking of boots i'm gonna put in potato chips though but why are how is that urge let me look here yeah urge chips nope i don't know i have no idea oh i see so I'm from Minnesota, and they're a brand from this uh, gas station that is all around the Midwest called Quick Trip. Oh. Yeah, so that's why I know them.
1: Got it. hmm I'm looking this up right now. Oh, okay, I'm seeing it now. hmm So that's where
0: my mind went. But back to the peeing knives. Um... <laughs> What could have been? Um, I like it. I think it's very funny. I think honestly, it should be Mike Myers since we're talking about how like golly
1: he is. And then if we wanted to do Austin Powers as humor, mm-hmm. his body starts changing shapes as the bladder expands. <laughs> <laughs> Something I had never considered, but is quite good. Like, the pee is just like coming up in like other parts of his body. <laughs> he has to like push
0: it down, and it comes up others places. Oh, that's so silly! Oh, that's so funny.
1: And then he like gets the job, but he's like he can't fit into any of the uniforms because he's full of piss.
0: <laughs> Violet, Violet Beauregard, full of piss. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Someone tries to give him like a hug and he's like don't touch me. <laughs> yeah, do it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so silly. Um absurd. What's the solution? What do we how do we relieve this guy? It's reminding me of have you seen Strange Brew the Bob and Doug McKenzie movie? Oh. Okay, there's this gag where he drinks like all of this, like this massive thing of beer and then it's just like him taking up the whole warehouse and he's this massive balloon man and he just shouts I gotta take a leak. Um, It's reminding me of that but what's the solution to his piss problem, I wonder. I've never said piss so much in my life. <laughs> Listen, this is by far the goofiest one I've done in a minute. This is a delight, Caitlin. I gotta tell you.
1: Um, I used to do improv and and it's like both a blessing and a curse that I love just doing the lowest common denominator things <laughs> for my lizard brain. It's like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how interesting my scene mates would set up a scene, I'd come in and be like, but what if you had a boner? Like, what if you call a piss? <laughs> and as someone who in stand up is like, yeah, I like to- is like a a good writer and I talk about interesting things my improv brain is like an 8th grade boy (laughs) (laughs) so if you tap into my lizard brain it is sad it is (laughs) sad where I'm just like what if his body's just like full of piss (laughs) (laughs) I, I feel like
0: oh this is grotesque the thing I'm about to suggest is does he start to get backed up where it starts, like, he almost drowns because it, it's coming out of his mouth? Are we going to go for really bad, gross-out humor? Yeah, it's awful.
1: What what if he just learns how to live full of piss and then he finds someone to love him? <laughs> I was thinking that. And here's the thing. What if they... It becomes an ongoing condition because he, ha- he gets the job. Mm-hmm. And um, it just becomes this
0: guy. Yeah, piss man. Austin, <laughs> Mike Myers is piss boy. Um, Why? Should...
1: Not in a writer's room is what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> um, should the love of his life be full of poo poo? Is the thing. And that's why they're a good match, or is that too far?
1: Yeah, she has hemorrhoids and she's backed up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh <yeah>. oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> she does awful. I'll say this. <laughs>
0: Can't stop laughing. <laughs> uh, um, I think uh, getting Catherine Hahn to play someone <laughs> just full of poo-poo would be very funny. You know, throwback to her early career as someone who's playing someone nasty all the time. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. Um I feel like it ends with their wedding and then it's it cuts to they like there's a rumbling and they like they're both they both say i do then they they kiss and then there's a rumbling and then it cuts to the outside of the chapel and then there you just hear a, an explosion and all the doves that were supposed to fly out go
1: and that's the end of the movie <laughs> and you figure out what happened <laughs> or what's really funny is that mm. they look at, that's that's I love that and then also if they look at each other not being gross and they're like yeah I'm just not really feeling it
0: <laughs> I'm good actually
1: you've lost your it factor <laughs>
0: that's very funny very good um just- who do you think should direct this film? This this art house piece of cinema. Piss Boy and lo- Lava Girl.
1: <laughs> it's gotta be Tim Robinson.
0: Oh, hell yeah. That'd be great. First movie he's working on, I assume. This is the best opportunity he can get as a <laughs> debut feature film. <laughs> Look no further. <clears throat> Who would you have Uh, for a director? um, Honestly, I feel like uh, whoever does like Adam Sandler's films or just Adam Sandler, I think would be good. And if not him, uh, like Wes Anderson. (laughs) So there's this dichotomy of the stupidity of it, but all this flashy style.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. It would be amazing to task him with being like, make this fucking sweet and book like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give this a beautiful soundtrack. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Give everyone like a little mustache for no reason. And, yeah. but it, he still, but I cannot stress this enough, Wes is still full of piss, is the thing. <laughs>
1: Ugh. I would love to be present for someone trying to direct like someone really selling having to piss more
0: <laughs> I'll say this there's a scene in the film Well, I'll say in the film uh, Million Ways to Die in the West where Neil Patrick Harris has diarrhea and it is some of the most realistic I am sick and I cannot control my body acting I have ever seen in my life it is yeah. harrowing stuff so yeah. I feel like maybe on that note, if we get Seth MacFarlane to direct this thing and uh, he's proven he can do a weird bodily function bit before we can do it again.
1: Oh That's, my gosh. You recommend that movie? That sounds mm-hmm. interesting. Do you recommend mm-hmm. that movie?
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, it's an hour and a half. Absolutely, it's yeah, it's yeah. very funny. Um, I think at least I I've only seen it. I think the one time in theaters of all places with to uh, cash in hand to the cinema. Um, but uh, Liam Neeson plays the villain. He's a villainous cowboy. He's very funny, very weird. Um, Ewan McGregor has a cameo. It's weird. It's, but yeah, I would recommend it. I mean, certainly, it's not the most intelligent. Of feature films
1: then I'm out
0: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> clearly
1: <laughs>
0: But it's Yeah, I found it very fun um, oh, oh boy um, Is there anything more about Urge that you want to get off Your chest or would you like to move on to a Lightning round
1: We can do lightning round
0: Alright, the way lightning round works is we both get the same Word and then we each do one small Pitch based off of the word okay so par example, i will hit random word generator and i will get a word which is breast great um
1: <laughs> it is so horny yeah
0: i don't know why
1: oh my god
0: um for me breast just, is you
1: a, don't even have a word generator you're just you just have horny words you <laughs> <laughs>
0: You caught me. I am. I'm just. This is not the way uh, to get my sexual proclivities out. Talking about piss like, and poop. It's so and weird.
1: Every time I have a female comedian on, I just have horny words. <laughs> That's so weird. I I can't. Oh, it's the computer. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> to oh me,
0: um, breast is about uh, uh, chicken farmers trying to get the chicken so big to make it you know more uh cost effective but they go too far and they create like a, a golem of chickens that start terrorizing the farm and eating people.
1: Ooh, I like that. Would watch. Mm. And I do pitch off it too? Yes, you do. Um That's a very uh that's that's a good like there's like could be like a vegan message to that film that you just Yeah. Pitched. For sure.
0: Yeah. yeah, don't mess with uh nature
1: take it too far um
0: jeff Goldplume plays the chicken <laughs> oh my goodness bagok. i uh... Ooh, cock. oh God. <laughs> wow
1: this is based on a on a real life thing um okay a therapist who goes through breast breast cancer um loses just one breast and chooses not to um do reconstruction so she just lives with one breast and um I don't know I don't know how to make this interesting but it's already pretty interesting. The first thing that came to mind is that like uh sometimes she would wear like in her bra like the like the silicone like fake Mm -hmm. little drop-in thing and sometimes she just didn't um and it was always kind of interesting just like to see the way that she would show up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to think of like What is like an interesting story about this um, I feel if Maybe I may. also right. no, go ahead. no please um, The patient
0: starts getting paranoid That when she Doesn't have it it means That they're not doing well And when she does have it they're like Doing well mentally like they're trying to Win therapy and trying to figure out Subconsciously <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, something like that.
0: Right. Would you like another word or would you like to ruminate more? No, no, no. Okay. So we have abstract is the word for me. This is about. A man who is trying to do bodybuilding. And as he's doing, um, and that's his uh, whole career, and as he's prepping for a competition, he's working on his abs, his appendix bursts. And so he's out of commission, and he tries to re... And he can't do bodybuilding anymore because something goes wrong with the surgery, and he has to recover from that and then also figure out what he wants to do um, with the rest of his life. And it's abstract. (laughs)
1: um i was thinking a movie about uh an art teacher who had bigger dreams than being an art teacher so she she does things with the kids that are like way beyond the level of like what they need to do and they end up like going into these competitions and winning and um i don't know just like just becoming these like genius level art students um And then she ends up, like, realizing that, like, this is what she was meant to do all along, even though she felt frustrated by it at first.
0: No, that's really lovely. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's very sweet. From piss to that, that's great. You know, you contain multitudes. (laughs) It's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, like, uh, the range, incredible. We love to see it. Um, I don't like that word. It's not like a word we shouldn't say or anything. It's just uh, I don't like it as a prompt. <laughs> um, debate. Debate. For me, debate is, unfortunately, a sequel to Joseph Gordon-Levitt's hit film, Don John, if you recall that, which is about a man who is addicted to pornography And so that character, I do not remember how that movie ends, but that character is now a counselor trying to get other people off of spanking it too much. And so he's trying to debate them.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. I like the theme that's emerging here. (laughs) (laughs) Knock it off. (laughs) I was thinking about a rom-com of two... um, divorce mediators falling in love with each other oh that's so good not being willing to get married because they this is what they do for work mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <Mediate>. <laughs> oh, that's so good i like that a lot oh um <clears throat> pardon me well generally i do three okay Um, for lightning rounds um what do you want people who listen to this podcast to know about you
1: um i have an album out called erotic associate you can listen to it for free on spotify it's on all the streaming platforms so if you want to hear an hour of my stand-up it's not even stand-up that i do anymore i have a new hour that i've been figuring out Mm -hmm. um but yeah, please give that a listen and follow me on Instagram. I used to say Twitter. I don't, I refuse to do threads. So I guess just Instagram <laughs> for now.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, as someone who is a threads user, not regularly, it's a mess. You're not missing much. I,
1: I've only, I've only heard bad things, but the, but the interface for me almost immediately, I was like, nope.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do not enjoy. <laughs> um, and you, dear dear listener, can support this podcast by going to tristanmiller.substack.com for early access to the episodes and then also the video of the episodes, as well as a bonus podcast where I talk to people about their comfort movies called Movies to Fall Asleep To. So you can check that out all at just tristanmiller.substack.com. Well, Caitlin, this has been really, really fun. I I had had literal tears in my eyes. Uh, so you know, big sleepover energy from this one, and uh, I appreciate you coming on, and thank you so
1: much for doing it. Thanks for having me.